Welcome to Audio Gyan with Kedar Nimkar, a podcast that documents insightful conversations with Indian designers, artists, musicians, writers, thinkers, and creatives of all types. Catch us on iTunes or visit audiogyan.com for more Gyan sessions. Here's your host, Kedar Nimkar. Today, I have Rahul Dakuna with us on Audio Gyan. Rahul divides his time between advertising, theater, and travel. On one hand, he is running his ad agency, Dakuna Communications, where he produces the famous Amul, famous Amul Holding ads uh, that has made India smile for fifty years. On the other side, he writes, directs, and produces plays like Class of eighty four, Pune Highway, Me Kash, and Cruise. He is one of the founding members of the Rage Productions and has been writing, directing plays for past twenty five years. He is an extensive traveler and a passionate photographer. and obviously a english theater lover uh, so thank you rahul for giving us your time and it's a real real honor to have you on audio thank Gyan. you thank you yeah uh, so as i mentioned we'll be uh, speaking about some insights into english theater and try and document uh, some uh, like which you have in your past 25 years 30 years of experience um, i'll start off with uh, first asking you um, i'm not bajirao and class of 84 are considered to be like two milestone plays uh, in the bombay uh, theater industry right so can you please uh, tell us or tell our listeners about these two plays uh, just to set context <clears throat> so i would say that those two plays are separated by about 7 or 8 years mm-hmm. and i think both those plays came out of let us say a vacuum okay that i felt mm-hmm. and i think was also something that was felt by english theater at that time vacuum you mean uh, in the theater industry so, or your personal i think both mm-hmm. because i mean it's it's funny in that sense that i think my journey mm-hmm. has been that of english theater in the city mm-hmm. and i say city because my muse is bombay mm-hmm. um it's a city that i know the changes is something that i know the way that has gone from bombay to mumbai the way that language has changed people have changed so because it's something that i criticize the city you know it's like a marriage mm-hmm. you know yeah. it's it's a city that you know that you dislike a lot of it mm. but you can't change it yeah it's a love hate it's a love hate yeah <laughs> so i would say that in 1995 when i in all fairness adapted I'm not Bajirao from his foreign, his foreign source. I felt that there was a need for the language to change hmm. because English, by the sheer nature of the term, hmm. indicates something that is in a certain language, okay. which is English, mm-hmm. but spoken in its true form, which is the Queen's English, mm-hmm. which is in many ways what English theatre was. I'm not saying I was a pioneer, but I'm saying that. largely english theater was mainly foreign plays mm-hmm. done as is mm-hmm. so the actors were called babra and called bob and called tom and the plays were rooted in their foreign origin mm. in their context in their context but in their origin so mm-hmm. it was also so if it was like if you take i'm not bajirao mm. its original context was new york mm. but the but the theme was the same as amabajirao which is that it was old age mm-hmm. but old age 
in america and old age in india are two very different things correct so it, it doesn't mean that just because the 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 emotions being expressed are old age hmm. they'll necessarily translate to this country correct so it became so it became a, an interesting task of not only changing the language because one character was parsi and one character was maharashtrian hmm. so it became an issue of them speaking english but in their way hmm Mm-hmm. So nobody on that stage was talking English in the Queen's English way. Mm-hmm. So Bhavendra Rani, who played the Pasi character, spoke in Pasi Gujarati English. Correct. Where one sentence may have some English words, mm-hmm. but it also has Pasi Gujarati words. Correct. Correct. Plus all the bad words that Pasi speak also. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And the Maharashtrian character, obviously, because he was a certain kind of Maharashtrian. his english was broken up between marathi hindi and english hmm hmm so which means that the two characters on stage were talking a mix of languages became which became a massive why the reason what the reason that the play ran for so long hmm is that it broke down all cultural boundaries wow hmm hmm it allowed people who didn't know english too well hmm to come and watch the play and enjoy it hmm. knowing that the english being spoken on stage was not the in- intimidating language they know from what they learned in school or in textbooks correct so at the same time it, it was also it's like in in the mid 90s mid america was f- old age old age homes were rampant and massive hmm. in india nothing such as didn't exist today they they there but at that time there was nothing called an old age home correct culturally we were never we were never and even even till today hmm. the idea of putting your old father or old mother into an old age home is seen as something that is taboo yeah you're like rejecting your parents yeah. in america it's seen as a good thing mm-hmm. so we had to change a lot because a lot of that was about old age homes and all that so context becomes huge old age yeah. is a very different thing so to answer your question i think i think that was a play that is very dear to us because it it made an impact and till today people say we saw it twice and we saw it thrice and this time i brought my mother that time i brought my father this time i got my my school friends so you realize that it had it struck home i mean sham benegal once told me he says you know there is no bigger icon about bombay than i'm not bajira oh wow <laughs> he says you know i really and it was a very touching moment for me because he yeah. he'd seen the opening night yeah. and he said it was everything about it was so bombay mm. that before that there was no real play that kind of encapsulated the city mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and class of 84 was another because this was 96 right class of 84 happened exactly 7 8 years after that mm-hmm. where i began to feel the need to write my own play mm-hmm. and okay. in all fairness there were about four or five of us vikram kapadia shiv subramaniam myself all of whom had been directing plays till that point mm-hmm. and had been adapting foreign plays to the indian context mm-hmm. But I think we all felt that, much like you know, Marathi theatre had the Alekars and the Tendulkars and the Elkunchwas, we didn't have a history of playwrights to choose from. Mm. The way that, let us say, as a young playwright or a young director in America, you can you have Arthur Miller, mm. you know, you have David Mamet. If you're in England, you have David Hay, you have Harold Pinter. There's a history of. plays you can look at Correct. to do either in school productions college productions all of that english we didn't have that mm-hmm. and so i think we began writing and class of 84 was a surprise to me because it was my first attempt mm-hmm. 
um i read some i think woody allen said that the first play one writes is always a play that's closest to home mm-hmm. <laughs> and my years in college in zebes college were hugely important for me so i thought a play about friends reuniting mm. uh, 22 years after they graduated correct was based on some of my friends based on some of the experiences i'd been through mm. and what zapped me was that the experiences that i'd been through had a lot of people had been through similar similar such i first wrote the play thinking chalo ye 10 15 show karega correct few of my college friends will enjoy it mm. <laughs> 13 years later we're still running mm. mm-hmm. and what was interesting to me was that college students would come in their gangs there were two examples there was this one fyjc bunch of girls would come from zaviers mm. they were all between 16 and 18 some 10 of them and they came back to me and i said like like what do you know about such a they said the point is that we can only hope that 30 years from now we'll still be friends mm-hmm. beautiful and conversely there was a one of my friends grandfathers kedar mm. can you imagine he brought his class of 1951 batch with him wow wow they like you know nri's come to india in december about 10 of them all in their mid 70s mm. they came to the play yeah superb and i was like man that is like so you know that when you do that mm. then you know that you've touched i mean there are plays that are entertaining correct but you are outside of them mm. and then there are plays that you identify with because you know that somebody on the stage is a character that you know mm-hmm. and so i think i think these two plays were landmarks in their own way because they spoke to the audience more than just in an entertaining theek hai but that i have dinner i'll forgotten what the play is about mm-hmm. because these things i suppose because they came from the heart they were they were about emotions that everyone goes through mm-hmm. and i suppose that explains their longevity yeah yeah, yeah. it has more like a lingering effect after you yeah, yeah i've yeah. seen i remember uh, watching uh, i think nata samrat or some other play i don't remember exactly but uh, i think for the next two months that uh, that entire uh, landscape which they showed on the stage yeah. was still very fresh now obviously there's like 2 5 years back but yeah. uh, it still stays fresh um raul uh, as you mentioned about uh, um the place which you the uh, in at least in india uh, or in mumbai you didn't have a fallback uh, of rich theater history in english um so taking that point and the next question which was uh, in one of your interviews uh, with hindustan times uh, you mentioned that we didn't have our voice of our own so can you tell us uh, at least in the context of english theater in mumbai again uh, what was the process of finding your voice uh, uh, maybe take an example of i am not bajira with um, i think when i say we didn't have a voice hmm. i think one is the fact that we didn't have a tradition of playwrights from whom we could draw hmm. and therefore i think english theater will always be evolving hmm. okay when i say this i mean that there are four languages in the city hmm. right of which theater is done okay. right marathi gujarati english and hindi and english yeah. good bad and different hindi marathi gujarati have always had a very strong theater of their own correct um whether is the audience i mean 
मराठी थिएटर इन मेनी वेज द स्ट्रॉंगेस्ट राइट फ्रॉम बाल गंधर्व खाडिलकर एंड लॉर्ड ऑफ अदर पीपल ऑल्सो whether they have their own they have their own ways of being able to make it easier for people to see plays the ticket rates have been cheap the okay. theater the theaters have been inexpensive to hire hmm. so anybody from a pun upwards has a tradition of seeing plays from a very young age it's not like in, and different degrees of production as well yeah. yeah and therefore the the thing that happens is that in english automatically it became an elitist theater because it became a expensive theater so therefore it meant that a certain kind of person could see the play mm-hmm. right so i think where we came in was we began to write a play with a a nuance a turn of phrase a language mm. and a dialogue format mm. that was the language of the streets mm-hmm. and i think aina bajira in many ways was I would like to believe a pioneer of sorts because before that time nobody had spoken English in such a simple way. Mm. I mean theater is about simplicity. It may be about complex thought, mm. but it should be about a simple way of communicating it. Mm. You mean not a, the the Shakespearean language. Not just that. The thing is that the the Shakespeare is another kind of in fact he's got his language is quite is quite simple if you actually mm. know it. Okay. I mean maybe english that is highfalutin you know that that it's not an is not a, it's a very complex delivery structure mm-hmm. so the audience is trying to understand what the playwright is saying mm. while instead of watching what's happening on stage mm. Mm. so i think we broke that down i think it paved the way for us to be able to write the way that because a lot of us had directed before we wrote mm. so we kind of knew what is it that indian audience is like correct because foreign audiences respond to a certain kind of language mm. the english that is spoken on a foreign stage mm. under assumes a certain level of education a certain level of people understanding english correct and a global outlook as well a global outlook whatever we have also have a global outlook but i think english even though it's so widely spoken and even though it's such an important language in this country mm. is still a difficult language mm. because it's a very difficult language i mean hindi is simpler mm-hmm. for somebody to learn english yeah. like psychology mein p q hai yeah you know so i think psyche mein p q hai mm-hmm. you know so i think it it becomes a difficult when so when you when you make a joke about english on stage automatically the fourth wall breaks down mm-hmm. and i think that's what a play like anavaj rao did because the two characters on stage were making fun of their own english mm mm-hmm. वैसे इंग्लिश में बोलो ना द मोमेंट यू से दैट एंड यू आर से स्पीक टू मी इन इंग्लिश देन यू आर ओके योर इंग्लिश इज अनदर काइंड ऑफ इंग्लिश सो आई थिंक दैट इज समथिंग व्हिच हैज मेड आई वुड से द ऑडियंसेस हैव क्वाइट ड्रास्टिकली ओपन्ड इन द लास्ट 10 15 इयर्स वे नो मोर इज इंग्लिश थिएटर सीन एज एन एलिटिस्ट theater that is only to be seen by those who know the language well mm-hmm. it has now become a theater and in fact what is the the one that i'm trying to trying to break the back of is how do we appeal to young people mm. i still feel that across language and this is not just english across languages how do we make our theater more web series like mm. 
yeah this we mentioned uh, you mentioned on the phone as well where uh, it is considered to be a very classical form where the the type of people who come are generally 40 plus 50 yeah. plus and then but yeah so i think so i think the main thing is that what what is it that english theater needs to do where somebody at the age of 21 and 22 says hey, i'm going to watch this play this weekend mm. and is not saying i'm going to watch a netflix film i'm going to you know Connect. we are not still at that stage where unless it's a musical unless it's something like that which is also fantastic but the average play how do we how does the format change mm. in order to allow for a young person to feel is their theater correct and not be one where only grey hair people go to yeah mm. but is is does that have to do with the subject which are yeah. being chosen i think so yeah i think there are two things one is the subject mm. and even if the subject is complex how do you make that subject easy to understand mm. how do you speak how do you make the dialogue such that even let us say a complex scientific play mm. because you don't want to be simplistic in your themes also you want Correct. you know one of the aspects of theater is to inform Correct. you know yeah like all good film should inform yeah but the moment you make the the level of expression also complex mm. then you're not going to have somebody watching you know Correct. and the greatness i think of of the web and the netflix of this world is it offer you such a bouquet of of films you know mm. where even something as complex as let us say the 911 attacks this mm. looming tower is done in such an interesting thriller non documentary non pedantic non lecturing kind of way that even a young person says how interesting though there was such a such a terrible disaster in 911 you can make something out of it that mm. is so user friendly mm-hmm. so i think the word is user friendly and theater mm. audience friendly is what we need to look at correct correct yeah i remember uh, one audio gain which i did with ramu ramanathan also and he said that uh, like a lot of it has to do with that if the playwright has a subtext to it uh then it makes it much more interesting i mean yeah. one conscious effort which the playwright has to put in is to have a subtext and the moment you put that there suddenly a lot more depth in the in the content and then that could probably put off a young yeah but, but see that's that is the interesting thing that i think as i'm as i'm getting older mm. i'm finding myself letting go some of the rules that i learned uh, some time ago mm-hmm. because I find that audiences Indian audiences mm. find complexity in subtext. Mm-hmm. Agar bolna hai to straight bolo na. Mm. Don't ask me to I mean I appreciate agar tu tu bol rahe hai stage pe actor actress ko bol raha hai ki main aapko pyar karta hu. Correct. But of course it's interesting when you don't actually mean that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're saying something else, you yeah. know. then i understand that but if it's a complex thought mm. that is made even more complex by subtext mm. you then it is layered but do you then end up with an audience not understanding what you are saying mm. so it's a bit of a cast 22 where our audience because we are nascent still correct so our audiences yeah you know like there was this one big production that was very very popular in in the city and this friend of mine came out and i said what do you think they said costumes were fantastic mm mm-hmm. 
and i said what about the play hmm <laughs> ha huh, that was that was good yeah? hmm. so you realize that it's it's our audiences want to be dazzled because finally we are a bollywood country correct correct whatever you say we like is a larger than life yeah and so when you give it a larger than life feel in on a stage hmm. it will do really well because yeah. you know we don't we want to audiences are realize want to tali hmm. you know in a film you can't tali you can go after that and talk about the film but it finally it's a, it's a private experience correct in a darkened auditorium yeah theater is different you know that every night is different and that's what that's what we do theater for because there's that every show is a new show yeah you know a phone goes off yeah and that dialogue can just stop you know in a film even when you're shooting can you can you retake yeah but the but the other side of that is that i think because audiences are simple minded mm. and they come like in america and england audiences go to the theater to be stimulated mm. i do believe that audiences come to the theater in india to get to be relaxed yeah you know that leave their brains at home correct there's something which is always a problem and it's a problem for bollywood too correct you know like a film like razi or a lot of the modern films being made mm. give me in theater hope because a film like razi is not a it's not a comedy you know it's okay. not it's quite a serious issue mm. but because of the stars and because of the acting because of the drama because of the dialogue mm. it's got good minds behind it correct you know it's not just been made with the box office in mind yeah the day we can make that leap in the theater mm. where you can still work with a fairly serious theme but have enough emotion in there have enough not necessarily songs but something that makes you feel that that was an interesting evening out mm. Mm. that's the most we can hope for yeah there's a play stories and songs which i think yeah. has that complete packaging of uh, so of i think uh, so i think what is what is slowly and this fascinates me you know that many of the trends that we see in the theater mm. are english theater trends correct you know frankly you know if i were to be totally honest about theater in the city there is frankly no hindi theater really mm-hmm. there may be plays being done but there's no regular theater the way that bollywood is all in hindi correct you would think that we are very vibrant hindi theater but there isn't mm-hmm. gujarati theater social dramas have got their own kind of and mainly commercial angle mainly commercial whatever it's not you don't there's no real experimental gujarati theater frankly correct and marathi is marathi it's just been whatever it is and it's it's always it's the reason why i think we all love the theater because of marathi theater frankly mm-hmm. english theater is the one where audiences have got paying pa hmm. that's the to me that's why english theater has always been fascinating it's it's my language so there's no doubt about that but the audiences can vary from the prithvi audiences who don't want to pay a lot of money to the ncpa audiences who can pay money correct and so therefore i notice certain trends like the modern trend is the musical format in theater seems to be catching hmm. whether stories whether the musicals being done i myself am launching a musical late october Okay. Fully written by me and my partner Bugs. Mm. Fully original. Because now is the time to do that. Mm. Mm. And there is something interesting about doing, being involved in a activity where you know that nothing is constant. Mm. 
चेंजेस एवरीथिंग करेक्ट दिस समथिंग राइटली स्पूकी अबाउट नो वॉट्स गोन कम अप नेक्स्ट बट यू ऑल्सो नो दैट इफ इज गॉट क्वालिटी एंड इफ इट इज गॉट इनफ वट आई से गुड इज इन देर टू एंगेज इन ऑडियंस दे विल कम या आई थिंक इट मेक्स मी वंडर नाउ बिकॉज if you if you consider the entire history of indian theater in general uh, obviously i don't have much knowledge into it but if you see uh, a majority portion would be under the british rule uh, so i think that's where the communication communicating a subtext culture must have developed because they couldn't speak it outright right because there were a lot of things which we wanted to politically yeah. uh, be right and that's so that uh that thought process must have continued in the playwrights mind till date but now the audience has evolved and they have seen a free india so as you mentioned ki direct bolna ki pyar hai so it, yeah. it's I, no, i don't know i don't know if it's about a foreign i mean the thing that is quite important is that subtext is a massively important aspect of playwriting mm-hmm. you cannot not i mean uh, there's a difference between dialogue and just chatting correct correct yeah so i don't know if it is about a foreign thing or not but i do know this much that don't confuse an audience mm-hmm. if you can is that fine line writing for a foreign audience and writing for an indian audience mm-hmm. are two different things mm-hmm. you know and i think because i mean if you look at even hindi movies mm-hmm. english english films don't have an interval correct yeah you know never nowhere else in the world is there an interval mm-hmm. where you have to stop that movie <laughs> at a one hour point mm. and then you have to pick them up again after 20 minutes mm. and it's fascinating somebody once ram adwani once told me that the the first 5 minutes after the interval uh, what's what they call chana mamra mm-hmm. it's called chana mamra you know so it's you have to either that's what they put a song in there you know to get the audience back because they're getting their popcorn and their nachos and all that okay. So we have a very different way of watching. You know, if a man's on a mobile phone watching a film, it doesn't mean that he's not enjoying the film. Mm. It just that he feels he can multitask. Now you have to make sure that you know today's kids stay off that mobile phone. Yeah. And don't do WhatsApping while they're watching you because that means they're bored. Yeah. yeah. So, in very many ways, what one learns in the craft. Mm. has to be adapted in many ways to the country you're in okay. i think there's a certain sophistication that is lacking in our audiences yeah because of the way we are okay. it's not that you know it's not theater manners only but it's just a question of the thoughts can't be too complex the dialogue humor works great yeah, yeah. you know i'm sorry to say in a sense very serious plays in our country don't work mm-hmm. and it, i think it stems from the fact that people just have a really hard day correct and they don't want to go to the theater and then have an even harder time understanding you know <laughs> yeah 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 um yeah coming back to the english play i i understand where we are heading towards but i think that will be like a separate okay. uh, discussion altogether uh so why do you think uh, an english play in india is uh, not popular as your amul girl holding right i mean uh, what are the learnings theater walas can have from the uh can glean from amul holdings right <laughs> i guess simplicity of thought mm-hmm. i think it comes back to the same thing which is that the subjects that are covered 
so to me i write a column also right mm. so to me the plays that i write the amal hoardings that i do in the column that i write are always tied into each other okay because i find that my personal if i can use the word strength seems to be to write about things that people are thinking about mm-hmm. okay uh, i wouldn't write about a queen from the deccan you know mm-hmm. that's not a subject like a lot of my contemporaries like histo- like history they like to me it's something that india is going through mm-hmm. at the moment mm-hmm. is my biggest interest so what is important today the play may not be relevant 10 years from now because that issue is not important anymore correct correct but for me that issue is important for the moment correct and which is why in amul hoarding what i was saying is that the the simplicity of thought mm-hmm. and i think how to how to communicate i feel plays are the most interesting and most complex of all writing forms mm-hmm. because a short story however complex is one person writing let us say in a certain form in a kind of narrative mm. plays are interesting because you need to create characters they need to communicate something to each other mm. they need to have different ways of speaking otherwise they all sound like the writer correct and they have to go through a change like the best kind of plays is when the leading character by the end of the play he's had a change from when the play began Mm. Otherwise, it's one tone, yeah. Yeah, and it's not like a web series or a or or like a Netflix kind of episodic thing, Correct. where every um, episode is a continuation. Mm. And the person also gets into the character more as the more shows happen. Yeah, yeah. And so, even in terms of playwriting, I think it becomes important that the subjects. So what I was saying was that if you take nuclear physics, if say the playwright is really interested in nuclear physics. Mm. that's too complex some for an audience to understand correct but the great playwrights of our times can take nuclear physics as the subject mm. to make a bigger point mm. so they don't confuse you with the nuclear physics but they use the complexity of nuclear physics mm. to communicate a very simple point okay 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 and that's where the that's where incredible playwriting happens because you you're saying to yourself this is a really complex play mm. but you know that actually what's going on so i think subtext one is of course in dialogue mm. but subtext is also in theme also in play that a play about nuclear physics is really about a family breaking apart mm. that's that becomes interesting because you're learning about the physics mm. but you're identifying with the underlying emotion yeah wow wow now actually this ties back to the earlier uh, question because uh, if the amul hoardings are contextual and appealing to a wide range of audience can can certain aspects of them be borrowed uh, so do you think that if we borrow some aspects of as uh, long running a campaign as amul uh, into storytelling of theater yeah uh, will it dilute the theater no, I think uh, two different things because I mean, the Amal Hoardings are based on topical events. Hmm. No, no, I am talking about the simplicity or the 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 span for which it stays. As you mentioned, it it's just a five day contextual, very contem like very topical based, right? Yeah. So same, um, I wouldn't say shallow, but uh, which has that much shelf life. 
the same concept if it's borrowed in theater and yeah. you show short pieces uh, uh, you can you yeah, can yeah. but no of course i think that's been done a lot now i think you know like for example we have a series of monologues called one on one correct which is something that i call it's like remote theater theater it's remote remote uh, remote control theater mm mm-hmm. well like a, when you're switching channels correct it's almost like a monologue is literally 7 to 10 minutes mm. so if you've got 20 such monologues over an evening mm. you can you know that even if i don't like one correct it will be over in 7 minutes and i'll see the next one mm. another language another character another so i think i'm certainly in favor of that kind of thing because i feel with diminishing attention spans correct and with young people who tend to get bored if it's not i mean you could turn around and say look i don't care you know i'm still going to do my kind of play i do think that in in keeping with the way audiences have changed mm. i think young audiences and audiences with less diminishing attention spans have to become something that we need to think about in writing plays because people it's like even hindi movies mm. have now run from 3 hours 45 minutes to 2 hours Correct. so even bollywood producers have realized yeah. that the shorter the better yeah. you know paisa vasool is not 3 hours mm-hmm. and people <laughs> had the time at that time mm. so even today songs are more background songs they're not necessarily lip sync songs Correct. so i think everyone's realized that time is a problem Mm. and time being a problem means that audiences have shifting concentrations yeah correct yeah i think uh, i mean the 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 playwright has to finally make that choice of whether to go down which is uh which is towards the market trend or the audience which is liking or just stick to his own guns and change the course of people yeah. or yeah it's it's a, it's a I, tough one but i think you know i think both are relevant mm mm-hmm. and if you can somehow uh piggy back on a changing trend but do it in your own way mm-hmm. then your world is your story yeah. correct uh role can you quickly tell us about uh, what's the genesis of writers block i mean and the playwrights we can look out for well writers block is something that was started in late 2001 mm. where Shanaz Rajat that Shanaz Priyal Rajat Kapoor and myself as a theater company we felt that playwrights hmm. for the theater hmm. were being lost to film okay yeah either or lost TV. or tv either tv film so back in the 2000s it was tv hmm. now it's to the web yeah um on the one hand we were losing them to more lucrative means of writing correct or they were writing plays knowing that there'd be no chance of it being staged ever mm-hmm. so writers block started off with that intention that can we encourage can we start a tradition of people writing plays knowing that maybe they can't make as much money as tv mm. but they but the pleasure of writing a play is like no other pleasure okay. because you know that your play will not change in its form Mm-hmm. If you write a screenplay you know that the actor is going to change the script he's going to whatever mm-hmm. what you wrote and what is finally up on the screen two different things yeah. So we actually uh got into a alliance stroke tie up with the Royal Court Theatre London Okay The Royal Court Theatre in London is like the Harvard of playwriting they they are the last of the few theaters 
they their own their own theaters also but they encourage the original writing word hmm hmm so whenever we can raise the money every 2 3 years we have a writers block project hmm. where they come down and we select 12 writers hmm in hindi marathi gujarati and english hmm usually two of each or three of each who we feel can benefit from this preferably younger so that it's at an early stage they're not set in their ways hmm and then over a series of workshops with them we produce a play okay but original play so it starts at the workshop hmm and a year later there's a fully ready script wow hmm which is then staged as part of a festival So we've been doing that since 2001. We've had four, four up to now, mm-hmm. and uh, often nobody comes to mind. But the we have produced nearly 50 original playwrights. Wow! That have come out of these. Many of them have gone on to become international playwrights. Many of them are doing stuff in their own languages. So it's something that we we believe in strongly, which is that how do we keep the tradition of theatre alive? and there's no of course we can keep doing foreign plays mm. but once audiences have tasted blood once they've begun to realize that there are plays out there that deal with our lives mm. that's a really good tradition that has started correct correct so yeah that's what writers block is yeah, yeah that's that's very noble uh thought <laughs> uh yeah i guess uh This one is the last one which I wanted to ask you is that Chhattis uh, Ghante and the project of uh, school children uh, writing plays uh, has been like the recent highlight, right? Yeah. So, so what next is uh, with you or for that matter, Rage Productions? What can we look for forward to and any other concluding thoughts over English theatre in general, <laughs> if you have? Well, for me personally, it's I'm writing a musical, mm-hmm. um, Bugs Bargava. Esteemed actor and I, we had we've been together for a long time. Mm. So we're writing an original stage musical called Hashtag Sing India Sing. Nice <laughs> is the name of the play. Mm. The music is fully composed by the great Clinton Serejo. So it's a fully original piece of work mm-hmm. which opens uh, in October. So I think that is something that we're trying next, which is that how will an original stage musical. Mm. Um, how will it go down in a country a city like bombay for starters that is pretty much used to foreign foreign musicals mm. you know mm. where people are used to the music this is introducing them to a whole new kind of format you know mm-hmm. so that i think will be interesting as a certainly in my journey rage will always i think keep doing work we've commissioned a couple of writers to write some plays mm. and i think in our case it will always be trying to do plays that don't worry about the box office mm. but i think it's that finding that balance between commercial and critical mm-hmm. you know where the intelligentsia comes to see our play and says ha interesting mm. at the same time it's not so complex mm. that uh, that's the way that i think i think maybe that's the one place where i've learned from advertising that if the audience doesn't get it mm. and if the audience doesn't like it then you can shout to the rooftops ki my work is fantastic correct <laughs> but yeah, yeah. it'll only get two stars yeah, yeah. <laughs> and again with indian mindset i think it it is very bound to happen because uh 
मतलब वही है पैसा वसूल एंगल तो चाहिए इट्स यू नो बट इन अ पैसा वसूल इन अ गुड वे यू नो इट्स नॉट इट्स नॉट विद ड्यू रिस्पेक्ट टू इम नॉट द कैन रोहित शेट्टी वे यू गिव द लोएस्ट कॉमन डिनोमिनेटर व्हिच इज फैंटास्टिक इन इट्स ओन वे बट दैट्स दैट्स द माइंडसेट ऑफ द पर्सन बट एट द सेम टाइम वन डजंट वांट टू बी सो इंटेलेक्चुअली कॉम्प्लेक्स दैट नोबडी गेट्स इट सो यू योर आई थिंक द ब्रिलियंस अबाउट ग्रेट प्ले राइटिंग इज टू बी एबल टू राइट द कॉम्प्लेक्स इन द मोस्ट सिंपल वे या करेक्ट करेक्ट cool i think this is a good note to end this yeah. Uh, yeah it was really wonderful talking to you and i had a lot of fun and all the best for your upcoming projects and uh, the the musical also thank you uh, like we'll be looking forward for it thank you thank you thank Thanks you rahul thank you yeah and that's it from today's gyan session catch us on itunes savan stitcher or any podcasting app you use Do rate us on iTunes and follow us on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. Stay tuned for more gyan on audiogyan.com. Till then, bye.